Hello fellow humans, Chris here again. So uh, today I wanted to talk about... What, what did you do to my watch? What the what fuck with my watch and my car? I can't, you, you look, I can't see the plate on the car. I'm, you know what's gonna happen with 5 I'll get pulled over for that shit. I can't do that shit. Dropping spikes and shit. I ain't no, I don't Roger Moore moon rake motherfucker. And the problem is then he's gonna take out the, the anti-aircraft guns to put in subwoofers. Uh, hit the button. Yeah. Okay, I really don't want to talk about Steven Crowder. Uh, I don't watch Steven Crowder, but uh, I do watch the Majority Report with Sam Cedar, and occasionally he will talk about him, and uh, he sort of touched on this conversation that uh, Crowder had with his crew about James Bond being played by a black man and how we don't need... James Bond be played by a black man, and, and Crowder just had this absurdly ridiculous, racist take uh, on this, and um, what what astounded me was the just the overtness of the racism itself, how it's not even, like, it's not even veiled, it's just, it, he's just so comfortable with just making an absolute ass out of himself acting like that uh, and that in and of itself is a- almost a topic for discussion but I, I think that's, that uh, Sam and the-, the crew the majority report did a fine job of analyzing uh, why that was so horrible um, so I'm not going to get into that too much but I actually wanted to touch on the subject of racism and specifically in context of a Bow of the Fifth Column video about how white people should respond to racism. I really liked the video he did. Um, he got into some really good examples of dealing with kind of off-color, uh, in-poor-taste jokes coming from people. And then he had a good personal story about confronting racism uh, head-on in, in an actual altercation sense. Um, I wanted to kind of approach that subject from a slightly different angle, which is how to respond to racism that's maybe coming from somebody who doesn't necessarily believe or want to admit that they are racist. And uh, for me, where that manifested itself was I had this interaction with the guy that I work with who he's pretty he's pretty far to the right um, and we were having this discussion about Black Lives Matter systemic racism institutionalized racism police brutality you know that, that sort of thing and his contention basically being that that's not a thing that Black Lives Matter just manufactures this whole thing and the media purports it and it's just a, a made-up thing that doesn't exist anymore in this country. A pretty absurd take. Um, it, it's astounding to me that we still have this conversation with people, but we do. And so I was having this conversation with him and it came around eventually to... Um, the issue of the disproportionate representation of black men in prisons compared to the population itself, the demographics. And, 
you know, again, my, my contention being that systemic institutionalized racism, uh, along with laws, racist laws uh, that, are, that are disguised as uh, being pro or I guess pro criminalization of uh, you know getting getting criminals off the street, the war on drugs, the the crime bill from the '90s, uh, Joe Biden's crime bill, the three strikes law. Um, these laws were put in place to put higher crimes to to criminalize more aggressively against black people. You know the the war on drugs is a is a classic example of criminalizing five milligrams of crack cocaine, which is which was heavily used by black citizens, uh, criminalizing that at the same rate of five hundred milligrams of powder cocaine, which pound for pound they're the exact same thing. It's just one is a smoking form, one is powder form um that right there is is tells you all you need to know powder cocaine was was the the high-end high society well-to-do white drug and crack cocaine was the inner city uh, urban black drug and five milligrams was equal to 500 milligrams so that that is an example of the types of laws that are put in place that explain why that that disparity of whites and blacks is so incredibly disproportionate to the population his contention is that that stuff doesn't exist that 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 it's just not a thing so what i asked him was then why are why are so many more blacks represented in prison than in the population itself? And he didn't have an answer. And therein lies the problem for me, which is, I believe, in my opinion, uh, if you don't, if you don't acknowledge that systemic racism is a thing, if you don't acknowledge or accept that laws have absolutely been put in place to target minorities in this country over white people. If you if you don't believe that's a thing, then I don't know what other opinion you can have for why there are so many more black people in prison compared to their representation in the population other than they are more aggressive, more violent, more naturally predisposed to to crime. I, I I don't know what other explanation you can have. If it's not systemic, societally, culturally based, then I don't know what else it could be, but blacks are this. They're more susceptible to this. Um, but, but people like my friend in this situation, they don't want to admit that they wouldn't come right out and say that, but that's for me personally, 
how I try to confront that kind of racism. Um, this is different from the the off color, the jokes, the sort of um, you know the more outwardly like when Bo was talking about having to explain a racist joke kind of takes away from the the fuel of the joke itself. But this is about like people who don't necessarily outwardly just say, hey, I'm racist, but clearly their ideology leans towards that way, even if they don't want to say it. And so what I like to do is basically strip it down to its bare essence and get them to admit to their racist feelings. And them admitting it might not even be out loud. It might just be in their head. But to me, if somebody tells you, hey, there's black, racism is not a thing. Blacks are not persecuted disproportionately by police in this country. They're not treated differently than whites by police. If, if that's the person's contention, then you ask them why, why are blacks so much more represented in prison than they are in society and watch them try to answer that their answer or their silence actually reveals a lot of who they are and maybe that's something that they need to hear maybe they need to, to, to confront that themselves about themselves um, and maybe that's one small step towards change or healing I don't know but anyway, um, I just was, just wanted to offer that uh, that thought uh, follow up to the very important question of how white people should respond to racism when they see it. Anyway, um, I hope everyone's having a great day. I will catch up with you all again very soon. Have a great rest of your day, and remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus.